Hello and welcome to In Their Own League podcast. We've returned after a short hiatus. Um, it's me, B, and uh, I apologise for sh- sounding not uh, my usual self. I have a bit of a summer cold going on, which is just always typical when you're back trying to re- record a podcast and your voice is going. So you just have to put up with me sounding a bit huskier than usual. But, you know, hey ho. Um, anyway, um, moving on from my um, illness, um, we've got some wonderful people joining us uh, today. Uh, first off, I want to give uh, a special round of applause to Joan, who is our new deputy editor after uh, Rosa has uh, departed um, to uh, pursue her other um, wonderful um, podcasts and her other um bits and bobs and um, we're sorry to see her leave but um, you know we wish her all the best of luck and she will uh, always be part of the league in some shape or form so um, hello Joan how are you doing and um, I know you're currently melting under the radioactive sun (laughs) yes it's lovely in the Pacific Northwest today if you're uh, if you enjoy 109 degree weather, I highly recommend you come on out here and enjoy it. Well, less because we usually don't get that kind of thing. But thank you very much for welcoming me as co-editor. And hey, you know we're, we're gonna have a blast. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I I feel for you for the hot weather. It must be dreadful. Um, I hope you do. You, I'm just picturing you with like a little paddling pool. That you got your feet in with like ice cubes and stuff just to try and cool off, or you know, I actually do my cat, he kind of turns on the waiting pool. Oh, and damper on my, my tea drinking, though, I must say. Uh, gosh, um, uh, well, we're not, it's not just you and me joining, uh, joining us for this podcast, we've also got the wonderful um, Kaz. How are you doing? Greetings from a not sunny but fairly warm Edinburgh. Oh, and um, what what have you been up to recently? <laughs> Today I was weeding my neighbour's garden, um, <laughs> just because it, it um, was starting to annoy me a little bit, so I just went ahead and did that. But no, but apart from that, you know, I've just been um, working and. Um, yeah, just get trying to get through this pandemic, really. Yeah. So uh, imagine, did they know that you were going to weed their garden, or did you sneak in like a ninja and start like <laughs> pulling out weeds? Like, I did sneak in. It it was a guerrilla gardening manoeuvre. <laughs> but I know that another neighbour has done it in the past, and she was quite grateful because she struggles to do it. So I thought oh. I won't bother asking. I'll just go ahead and do it, and then it'll look nice when she when she looks out the window. So, oh, oh, that's yeah. sweet. Would you want to come round my house and clean it? As well, <laughs> <laughs> do my laundry for me. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's so nice. Oh, bless you. And um, we also got Kaylin joining us today as well. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, thanks. Yeah, have, finishing have, up university after four years. Oh my gosh! Oh my! <laughs> wow. And uh, uh, when do you finish officially? Uh, hard, hard to say. I've got some research to do. Oh, gosh. 
best of luck for them yeah exactly you've got it you've got this you're going to be fine and if you're not we'll come around and we'll we'll demand that you get the grade that you deserve (laughs) thank you Uh, have you been weeding any gardens uh no (laughs) (laughs) been playing baseball though oh that's not oh baseball i love that nice I like I like this. We should all have our own baseball team, you know. It might be a bit hard for us to actually do, <laughs> being in all different parts of the world. But you know, maybe we could do something virtually. I don't know. Baseball over Zoom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> um, last but not least, we've got the podcast wizard joining us today. Stephen, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm just thinking, this is probably a reference only Joan will get, but I'm just thinking of her being there like that Twilight Zone episode, The Midnight Sun, where the Earth oh. is fell, fell out of orbit and, oh. and, and it's getting hotter and hotter and hotter. Um, and the fact that it was all a dream and actually it's going away from the sun and everyone's getting colder and colder, colder and colder. It's <laughs> is something you can only dream of at the moment, I imagine. Yes, and I'm dreaming of uh, how I used to live in Connecticut and we used to have three foot snowfalls in, in one in one snowfall. So yes, it, it, I've lived in some interesting climates, but yeah, it, it's, it's been interesting, it has. It's been fun. Well, um, in this sort of weather that you're in, um, I suppose if you were going to the cinema, your snack would be something cold, like maybe a ice ice cream or ice lolly or or maybe just ice well you know what what we do in new york when i was a kid we'd go to the movie theater and escape the heat that way yeah yeah lovely air con there you go so and i'm sure a lot of my fellow washingtonians are flocking to the movie theaters this weekend yeah and hopefully they're um they'll be calling off and watching some good movies so you know that's get get people back into the cinema which after so long of us not being able to actually enjoy the theater experience so anyway yeah, so they do i'm sure they will so, so this that is was, great. great for the cinema business yes yeah <laughs> definitely that was my little segue do you see what i did there <laughs> very slick Thanks. such a professional this is not my first rodeo <laughs> Um, well, Kaz, do you want to um, discuss yeah. with the listeners why what our topic of discussion is on this um, this episode? Yes, we thought we'd do something a bit different today. We normally come on and talk about things like award ceremonies and films and actors and all that kind of stuff. But we thought we'd take a different angle today and talk about... Um, the experience of going to the cinema, but more specifically, cinema food. So we're talking about cinema snacks today. Um, Joan will be doing some heavy lifting being our um, US contingent today. So explain to us all about US food at the cinema. Um, So we're going to be talking about our favourite food, our least favourite food, the most annoying food, (laughs) food, cold food, all that kind of stuff. We, we're going to hopefully get your mouth watering and kind of try try and describe in as much detail as possible all the sumptuous things that we like to consume whilst at the cinema. So strap in, get get, get the kettle on, and uh, and away we go. So I thought 
we'd start with um, probably a fairly simple question, but well, let's see where this goes and what your favourite food is to eat at the cinema. Now, this will be contingent on what's generally available in your region. Um, but uh, some people like to eat a lot of stuff. Some people like to nibble on a little bit. So why don't we start with Kaylin? Kaylin, what is your okay. favourite food to eat at the cinema? No pressure, Kaylin. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll usually stop by a shop beforehand and get a big bottle of fizzy drink, like a big litre bottle of Lucasade or Dr Pepper, and just a bag of some kind of sweet, either chocolate or fruity, depending on what I'm into at, at that time. Sour Patch Kids are probably my favourite. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that's kind of segued a little bit onto a, um, a future question, which is, do you sneak it in? Or do you buy it there? So it sounds like Kaylin is a sneaker. <laughs> I don't know if it's sneaking because I never, I never hide it. I don't know if that's a thing here that people care about. You can't take living. your own food into the cinema, you <laughs> degenerate. <laughs> I've never been stopped. I just carry them. Yeah. I love it. I love that. If you just act confident, you know, I just right. w- yeah, you can get away with anything. You know, you've just got to have the confidence to pull it off. I've I've literally walked into other screenings and seen two films for free, but I'd never ne- I'd never <laughs> sneak food in. <laughs> my, my concept of crime is very different to everybody else's, I think. That's your line, is it? I'll see a free film, but I'm not going to bring in a chocolate bar. Oh, I can't imagine the shame of being in the local paper. <laughs> packet of jelly tots yeah <laughs> it's like that old advert you wouldn't steal a car dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you wouldn't pirate a film you wouldn't sneak in a chocolate bar <laughs> so so Stephen it sounds like you're a bit of a, a purist in the whole um sneaking slash buy I'm not a purist I'm a wimp you're Obviously. a wimp <laughs> Obviously. So, so since you're you're a bit more restricted, then you're restricted to what they actually sell in the cinema. What is your favourite go-to cinema snack? Well, there is only one thing that I really like going to the cinema for, and it's not really food, but it's hot dogs. Mm. I love I love a hot dog. I like so I think I prefer something savoury than sweet. Um, probably to balance out those giant cokes. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> I think I think I think that's you know it's not it's not the cheapest way of having a hot dog and I'm pretty certain you can tell me the nutritional value is. It, it is <laughs> for a large hot dog at City World chain. It's about 700 calories. Okay. Oh, factoid oh. number one. So. Yeah, but if you could see me, you'd say he's had a few too many hot dogs. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> can I ask? Do you have the jalapenos on there? No, but I do like that 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 hot dog mustard and and ketchup. So I do put lots of sauce, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't want to mess with the purity of of re reclaim meat with with yeah. anything like um, <laughs> like a jalapeno, anything that might take away the full horror of what I'm eating. <laughs> I, do, I do like the the cinema hot dog. Weirdly enough, I do like a cinema hot dog. They are yeah. they are very cheap. They're not gourmet. They're just sort of a frankfurter in a soft bun. But if you're coming straight from the office and you're going to see a six o'clock showing and you need some dinner, it kills two birds with one stone. There's that magic. They, I don't, I don't know if it's around the world, but the, all the cinemas that I see these days, they have them on like these rolling corrugated iron yeah. things, yeah. and I want to rescue them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 
it's like they're doing an eternal food marathon and they Aww. need to be rescued from that constant rolling and, have, and come to rest in my belly oh yeah i do like it if you can get those crispy onions oh yeah that i might sneak in oh really is sneaking a condiment in is that all right it's like a tub of crispy onions to cool them hot oh well yeah as, as, as somebody who has had children in the past, sneaking condiments in has often been important. I've never thought about crispy onions, B, but now you've made me think of it. I think when I do to cinema, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Multiple bottles of sauce coming out your bag. Oh, God. <laughs> Clinking in your bags as much as Anyone so, for relish? <laughs> a whole picnic going on. So, Joan, let's, let's go to you then. So... The first question is, do you sneak in or buy? And the second question is, what is it? Well, I do. My, going back to the original, original, original question. Uh, my fav, one of my favorite snacks, and I don't know if they have it in the UK, is um, do you have Nestle Crunch Bars, which are the puffed rice covered? Oh, bars? yeah. Yeah, I've seen oh. those. Yeah. But we in, in mm-hmm. we have what's called Bunch of Crunch, where those are broken up into little bits. So you can kind of eat them almost like popcorn, and it's great for movie, movie watching. So I really like the what's called bunch of crunch. And, but we do have hot dogs too, as well, Stephen. We do. We do have them on those rolling conveyor belt things. We have those. I personally am not a hot dog fan, but we do have them. However, I also had children, and growing up with my kid, my kids, it seemed like at all times, no matter where we are, I must have had with me at least two packets of. I mean, I don't know if you have these. Pepper Farm Goldfish. I don't know. They have the little goldfish crackers. They come with flavors by you. Uh, we, do, we, don't, we don't have them over here, but I know what you mean. They had to be something that had to be young. They were the go-to snack at all times, wherever we were. So it was a combination of sneaking in and eating there because there were certain contingents of my children who had to have they're goldfish, no matter what. So wherever so, we were. So. If I remember rightly, the closest thing we have to them, and you, we, we don't, I don't see them very often, apart from in like in service stations, at, um, petrol service stations. We have those fish and chip crisps that are little like biscuity in the shape of a fish and a, and a oh, chip. Yeah. That that's what a goldfish cracker's like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a it's, it's sort of like it's more biscuity than crispy, isn't it, Joan? Well, it's kind of a, it's, it is a cracker here. And yeah. All kinds of flavors. I mean, you've got cheese, you've got pretzel, you've got, you know, they're everywhere. And all kids here eat them. So they come in colors sometimes. It's really odd. But yeah, kids here pretty much grow up on goldfish crackers. So they were always snuck in. That was a requirement. If we were going to a movie, we maybe get another snack, but they had to go fish too. So yeah, it was a combination. But personally, me growing up, we didn't sneak in because the thing to have was popcorn, of course, and whatever else was, you know, being offered, whatever candy was being offered at the, at the uh, stand there. Oh, and I must say, Junior Mints, growing up, had to have them. Had to have Junior Mints when we were watching films in New York. It was a must-have. So, yeah, so I would say Junior Mints and Crunch, Crunch of Crunch were my two favorites. Mm. For, for our UK listeners, do you want to explain what Junior Mints are? Well, if you've ever seen Seinfeld... And they're basically chocolate-covered mint candies, but for the movie consumption, they are miniaturized. And uh, the, the, the glory of AC in very hot New York was that they were usually very cold, 
So they were literally, as Kramer said, very refreshing. And, you know, they were good. That was, that was it. That was what they had to have. So I guess the closest thing to they're like miniaturized poppets. Oh. Yeah, so you can get poppets, can't you, with the with the minty yes. inside, the fondanty inside. I guess yeah. that's I guess that's what they're like. But they come in those big boxes, don't they, Joan? That yeah. we don't well, we don't have snacks that come in the box size oh, that so your snacks come in. <laughs> See, they were big boxes when I was a kid, and they've gradually shrunk as the prices have increased. Yeah. Yeah, shrinkflation. So so B over to you. Do you sneak in and and what is it that you are sneaking in if so? Um I used to when I was much younger, um back when I was a broke student and I couldn't afford anything. So what I would um I like savory snacks really. So I used to get um salt and vinegar peanuts to mm. take in or um I tended not to get crisps because I don't like the crunchiness. Um, so I would get softer stuff. Um, sometimes I would get marshmallows or um, chocolate raisins. Um, but I also quite, I used to like bringing in fruit. You can't, it's a bit like, like strawberries and raspberries and blueberries, like a little fruit pot to have. Because, you know, you've got to still remain healthy when you're watching a movie. You can't just overindulge in hot dogs or anything. Um, so what we can say is, B, is that you like to sneak in rotten tomatoes. Throw <laughs> <laughs> it at the screen. Um, no, I, I don't do I don't really sneak in food anymore, though, I must admit. I think I've become a bit, you know, goody goody now. Um, I still I like a. I must admit, I do like a good pick a mix, you know, like filling up the little pots up with yeah, so anything that, sour is always good. That's a real childhood memory. Yeah. The pick and mix, because there were only two places to get pick and mix. That was at Woolworths or at the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> Woolworths is gone. <laughs> uh, and, and now I mean, it's, remind it's, me. It's, it's the only place where there's really a sugar tax, isn't it? Because it's so freaking expensive. <laughs> and you, you think, I'll just, I'll just fill up this. And it's like £10.50. And you think, oh, my yeah. God. God, <laughs> I know. But yeah. it is delightful. Oh, God. So a question, a question for Joan, then. Do you have pick and mix in the States? We've tried and I'm so jealous. <laughs> I want one now. I've seen your pictures and I'm like, well, I want one. Uh, we do have candy shops where you obviously can pick and shoes and fill up containers. I guess that that is a good case to be made for smuggling in snacks in, in the U.S. Go to your local candy shop that has that allows you to choose your your uh, candy of choice and smuggle it in. We don't have them in cinemas per se, though. We we would have to go outside and bring them in. Right. Yes. Right. Question then, probably more for the U.K. contingency is: What are your favorite pick and mix sweets? Ooh. What a question to ask. I, I like I'm with I'm with UB. I like the sour. Mm. So the sour dummies, which is like um like a, a gummy sweet which has got like um the sour sugar on the outside, I quite like yeah. that. Also sour jelly beans. But for the sweet side, I like there's I don't know what they're called, like crispy fudgy things. It's like a piece of fudge. Yeah. Chocolate around the outside and then kind of rice krispies on top. So you get the mixture of the, the crispy on top with the with the fudgy gooiness on the inside. Those are probably my favourites. 
I, I have to say cola bottles, but any type of cola bottles. So like the cherry ones and the bubblegum ones, mm-hmm. you know. And I also have a thing about cherries, like the the gummy cherries that you can get. Mm. And especially if they're the sour ones with the fizzy stuff. Yeah. That, oh, I really want to pick a mix. <laughs> I, think, I think the correct answer, Kaz, is yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, of all of the above. Yeah, yeah. Kaylin, when you're not sneaking in the <laughs> the illicit snacks, what's your pick and mix go to? Uh, it's been many years since I've had a pick and mix, but I did work at an American sweet shop for quite a while, which had a big pick and mix. Oh. <laughs> it's still it's fresh in the memory from that way. And yeah, I'd get like the cola balls, sour dummies, I'd like the the fried eggs. Oh, yeah. and the fried eggs. Would you well, like to describe the fried eggs for, for, the, for our US friends? They, they're sweets that look like fried eggs. The white is like a sort of, the soft, sort of mallowy, chewy stuff, and then a yolk of like gummy. Mm. Oh, And I also really like, um, I think they're called Zazzles. They're little little chocolate discs with just sprinkles on top. With sprinkle hundreds and thousands like balls. Oh yeah. yeah, they're weird. You can, they're get, weird. you can get them in a packet as well in some shops. Yeah, I know we but had they, those. They've got a really <laughs> weird texture, but I they're know. nice. It's usually cheap. It's usually cheap chocolate, though, isn't it? You always mm-hmm. think, oh, it's like this that... Christmas tree chocolate. Yeah, kind of if it was, if it was like galaxy chocolate or something, they would be freaking oh. amazing. <laughs> or you just have to sneak in a, a bag of galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in America we have something like that. We have dark chocolate drops with those little white sprinkles on top of them, and I forget what they were called, but they're very good. Oh, they could be very bad, like you say, they have really bad chocolate, or they could have very good chocolate. But the, the white sprinkles make a weird texture because you have the creamy chocolate that's melting on your tongue or then you have those sharp little crunchy white uh white sprinkles on top and it's kind of like an odd experience in your mouth but yeah i used to like those as a kid mm. so maybe we should move on to the the king of cinema snacks and factoid number two which is a, apparently if you were to eat popcorn with your non-dominant hand you would eat far less of it because it it's it takes a bit more brain power to use that hand to eat, so it's not quite so uh, unconscious. Ooh. So if you want to restrict your popcorn intake, use your non-dominant hand. Sorry for the ambidextrous people amongst us. So pop, get two pop, bags. Pop, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> popcorn here, popcorn, um, I've seen them bust it in, and they, it comes in those big blue catering bags, and it's a little bit disappointing when you see that, because you kind of have this romantic notion that it would be popped fresh on site and some cinemas do still pop it fresh i think um i think the cameo in edinburgh still pops their own it could be wrong there but um popcorn is probably one of the the, the biggest markups that you see in in the industry so you're paying sort of five six times the the cost price if, if i'm reading my facts correctly um popcorn flavors is something that i recently discovered that, that it well, I heard that in the States, they don't have sweet popcorn. What? So here, we, we have sweet or salty. That is that is your choice. Sweet or salty, that's it. And, well, you can also have that. That's from the that's from the big the big thing is sweet or salty. Yes. They yes. do sell toffee popcorn, don't they, in a foil packet? Mm. 
I, get... I usually see sweet and salty, which is my favourite. Mm. Yeah, mix them together, mm. and that's that. Mm. Oh. Yes, we've got these gourmet packets now, which is sort of a small bag that you you buy that's already pre-packaged on the counter, and that's things like peanut butter flavour, or uh, I can't remember any of the other flavours. Kind of, very, very, they they would cost sort of three or four pounds for for a bag, which is very very small. But if um if you were in the states, so I hear you can get things like cheese flavor or butter flavor. Joan, can you set us straight on this? Yes. Now, I'm first. My I will say that you can get cheese flavor. You can get uh, well, the butter you probably it's either it's either you love it or you hate it. There's a there's a love hate relationship with butter because it's not real butter. So some people love it. Some people say please hold on that and just add salt and that's fine. But I will refute that you can't get sweet. Uh, popcorn out here on the west coast I, I don't know about the east coast i've never seen on the east coast but on the west coast there's something called kettle corn where the corn is uh it's percolated among hot sugar and it kind of caramelizes on the popcorn which is delicious so you can get that or yeah. there was a theater in seattle i don't know if it survived the pandemic but it had chocolate covered popcorn and that was addictive so, uh, yeah, but, but I have my special sound effect here just to get us in the mood. Hold on a second. Yes, it is a bottle of popcorn. Kernels. So there you go. Um, but I, what I like is just plain salted popcorn because uh, that butter is not real butter and it just never agreed with me. But I find that I eat more depending on what film I'm watching. Mm. I don't know if you've that experience. Hmm, interesting. So, for our UK um, contingency, Kaylin, what kind of a popcorn flavor? If you were going to have popcorn, what would you go for? Sweet and salty. Oh, the, yeah. the mix then. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have a mix. Gotta they combine well, and only salty tends to give me a headache. Oh. Would you ever mix sweets into it? I've seen some people. Like I, I've, done I've done that. I haven't that. tried it, but I might next time. Yeah, I had little that. mini Oreos in it once. Wow. And Smarties, and it was Whoa. really yummy. That was that like Odeon. You can, it's you can, um, I, I have it as an extra, and it was like pretty fun. But I'm, you know what? It's probably a cheaper if I sneak in my own little bag of pick a mix or something, or just. Mm-hmm. Combine the pick and mix that I've brought into the popcorn, so it's got, you know, have those cola bottles mixed in there. <laughs> See, for me, that's just a, just a bit too far. Like a sweet and salty flavour, that's fine. At least it's all kind of the same texture. But if I'm eating something kind of crunchy and then I suddenly bite into a gummy, oh no, that that's... would just send me off. <laughs> oh no, that sounds like it'd be fun. You know, mm-hmm. what's what's your go-to, Stephen? I don't like salt very much, so I have just sweet popcorn. But I always find there's not a small enough packet for me. I know it's a bit the opposite of, of I'm saying I eat a giant hot dog and stuff, but popcorn <laughs> I find really bloats me. So I, I'd rather have a much smaller packet of popcorn. But like when I've been with my daughters, they buy these things at the size of them. And I say, should we should we share that? I say, oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to eat all of this, and I'm thinking. Sometimes they're so big that you know. The hell you are. You, you might you might fall into them, you know, yeah. and not be able to get out. There's just a fear. But but as, but as but as I get older, I get more of a you go off sweet things and you go towards savoury and, and salty stuff. So I'm wondering now if I maybe should um 
you know, promote promote my taste buds to sweet and salty next time I go in, and maybe I'll <laughs> like it. Mm. <laughs> that segues us into factoid number three. We need a sound effect for this. <laughs> in the UK, well, these are kind of Sydney World, which is the only one that I'd bother to look up, to be honest. Um, a a large sweet popcorn at Sydney World will be over a thousand calories if you were to mm. eat the thing. Mm. Whoever possibly could eat the whole thing, I don't know. A large salty one is 811 calories, so it much and, and a heart attack. And a heart, <laughs> yes, that's a, sort of a, a light sweetness, but I think. What Joan was talking about um, sounds like more of our caramel, uh, what do we call it, uh, like a toffee popcorn? We do, so yeah, we yeah, that's yeah. like, cheap. Um, I've had in America, like, uh, you'd have it like at the fairground or something like that, yeah? Right. Like, a, like a toffee coating. Yeah. Well, we've, we've talked about lots of delicious things. Um, how about, what is the worst thing? What is the most annoying thing that you've see, seen or heard or smelled somebody else in the cinema consuming? Oh, my God. It has to be when people bring in, like, um, I don't know, like, takeaway. Has anyone ever seen someone bring in? I've seen someone bring in, like, chicken chow mein before. <laughs> and it's like, what are you doing? I'm, Why I'm are you just, doing that? I'm going to go hide. <laughs> Oh no, you haven't. Kaylee is that person. I, I brought in a Domino's pizza once. What? <laughs> I didn't mean to. It took way longer than I expected to make. I had to bring it in or I would have missed the film. It was tasty. I have eaten pizza in the cinema as well, I admit. Yes. <laughs> I, so I think I've been to cinemas that serve pizza. Yeah, but, I mean, it's fine buying it at the cinema, and if it's like, yeah, there are there are places where um you can buy some stuff and take it in, but I, I mean, don't take in like last night's yeah. last night's <laughs> like chicken chow mein, please. I think there is a world of difference between a pizza and a Chinese takeaway <laughs> or an Indian curry, right? I've seen They're people just... bring in KFC, and that's even worse, I think, because where are they putting those bones? That's what I want to know. Yeah. I Licking made a bolt of rotten Burger King once or twice. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our local showcase has a frying area where they do fried food, chips and sausages in batter and chicken in what? batter and you know you can have a full-on meal there you have chippy in your cinema showcase i don't it's just with with you know with the exciting seats and everything um yeah it's got it's got like a frying air i mean i wouldn't trust the 13 year olds that work there to cook chicken properly <laughs> so i wouldn't get it on there but um yeah you can I just draw the line at like nachos and hot dogs, and then I don't think you should go any further. Like, and you know, why are you? If you're that hungry and you can't watch a movie, go get food beforehand. I'm sorry. But here in the U.S., there's actually dinner cinemas where you can go and order from a menu, and uh, someone will bring you your food to your seat. With a little tray, it's almost like an airline tray, and you can watch, and even have alcoholic beverage, and and watch your film with your beverage and your your meal, and you know that's like a dinner, like a dinner cinema. It's like, and, you know, and that's a special kind of cinema that has adjustable seats, like it's in your own living room, and you know that kind of thing. 
But for regular cinnamons, and I don't know if this is just me, there's one thing I just cannot tolerate, and that is nachos. People oh, what? So, they crunch them so dramatically, mm-hmm. and usually I'll miss whole lines of dialogue <laughs> because there'll be like this external crunching all around me. And uh, that's, my, that, that's me. I'm that person. <laughs> So would you rather the person next to you was eating something crunchy or was eating something smelly? Which is is worse? Well, nachos are both smelly and crunchy, though, because of the cheese. Oh, but the cheese is so good. Your definitions of cheese also may need some discussion. (laughs) I bring my own cheese in. That, 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 they use on nachos, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, that sort of Ameri- it's like American cheese in a perma liquid state. Yeah. And you just imagine it coating the insides of you as it goes down and staying there for a hundred years. Yeah. That's, that's me. That's, if you, I, I, if you that, cut was, me, I don't bleed. Is that food blood. Porn? <laughs> That was food porn to you just then, wasn't it, Bianca? <laughs> <laughs> I really need some nachos. <laughs> So it sounds like Kaylin is is the um is the person who eats the weirdest things here. But well, Kaylin, is there anything? I've a couple of times. I can is do there worse anything? than Kaylin. Not that not from me, but people. I have sat next to people eating something worse than anything Kaylin could bring him. Oh God. <laughs> but, okay. but but it, but it's not in the UK, right? So it's when I was in Hong Kong, somebody sat next to me at the cinema and ate dried squid. Oh, white squid is actually quite tasty, um, but it's like it's like really dried and salted, and then they'll cut it into strips, and you'll have it as a as a, like a walk around snack. Mm. But outside, it doesn't really smell of anything. Sitting next to you in a hot cinema, <laughs> oh, it stinks no. of. Yeah. <laughs> so factoid factoid number four, then, um, according to a Delish article from 2012. Uh, in Japan, you might eat some sardine rice crackers in the cinema. In Korea, you might eat some dried shredded cuttlefish served like alongside the, yeah. the popcorn. That, that sounds like something quite similar. Yeah. In India, you might eat some uh, samosas, which sounds like the best of those. I mean, you've got to remember in India, you're going to that cinema for four hours. The film's three and a half hours long and an intermission. You're going to have to bring a meal with you. <laughs> You're going to be oh, yeah. there. <laughs> By the way, I do have my own one, like, personal disdain snacks that other people bring. Mm, what's that? Which is quavers. What's wrong with oh, quavers? Quavers. The, the smell travels with quavers. <laughs> do you want to, do you want for, to explain for what Americans, quavers are? Yeah. For Americans, they're a sort of, sort of puffed, sort of puffed cheese crisp. Think, people like not, over here are they not corn rather than potato yeah. based yeah that's the word i was looking for they're like puffed corn like uh like what's it but like in long curly strips and they are cheese flavored and the smell just travels on those mm. <laughs> so yeah. they're like uh, um they're, they're like flattened cheesy puffs or whatever you mm-hmm. call them in um america um but they're like they're like flat disc but curly yeah, have things like that, but I've had them over my British friend's uh, house, and we've had the, and we've tried them, and my husband also really likes those as well. But yes, I agree with you. The smell is uh, interesting. Quavers. <laughs> quavers are the best. Yeah. Yeah, salt and vinegar quavers oh. at There's the moment, and they're now. amazing. So you know, um, I got I, 
I got prawn cocktail ones from Asda the other day, a six pack. I was like, heaven. So here in the UK, we we tend to buy our crisps or our chips. Um, They come in a big bag, but there'll normally be six smaller packets inside it from anything ranging from sort of 12 grams, if it's something light, to about 20 grams, if it's it's a potato base, something a bit heavier. My story about the the worst experience... (laughs) somebody else eating something in the cinema was this guy was sat a couple of seats away from me and he brought in one of these multi-packs of crisps and he sat there and he crunched through and you know the sound of somebody crunching knee like I just it really drives me at the wall so listen <laughs> he ate he ate one bag and then he got the the crinkly packet and he smoothed it out crinkly 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 smoothed it out on his lap and kind of folded it up crinkling the whole time then he got oh. another and he ate the second packet did exactly the same thing crunched through all that and then smoothed out the packet all the crinkly like got to make fold it into a little triangle whatever he did the third packet i was now getting really quite annoyed i th- i think he stopped before the fourth because i was like if he opens another one i'm gonna have to tell him can you just not can you just stop now because it you know when something just scrambles your brain it's so distracting and it's such a such a specific sound that it's sort of that sort of static sound of somebody crunching and I was just about to lose it I think I think that was a vice I think we were watching thankfully he didn't go for the last bag but but have you ever been in that situation where somebody's eating something so terrible that you just want to go over and just be like can you just not do that please so now would have be a good time to crankle up this, this bed of skips for <laughs> Yeah. Tell us about your sticks, your skips, Joan. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you, had, you had these imported from the UK, didn't you? I did. I bought it from uh, UK Amazon. I did. I did. Yeah. Did you describe them to us. Well, if you, well, yeah. Um, the skips I actually really, really like. I'm not so great on the quavers. I'll be honest with you, the cheese just puts me off. But I like the uh, vinegary tang of the skips. Um, <laughs> out here in the Pacific Northwest, we have something known as shrimp chips from our Asian community. And they're literally, you know, pounded dried shrimp uh, crisps. And they're delicious. They're wonderful. And they're puffed up when you fry them. And they're a lot like, uh, skips are a lot like those, only with a little vinegar tang, which I really liked. So that was, I enjoyed those a lot. But like I said, I wound up ordering another box because they quickly disappeared. And uh, it takes about a month, by the way, to get here from the UK. We must we must work on our supply chain and improve that because <laughs> if I need more, I don't want to wait for it. So, so we have though, we we just call them prawn crackers, don't we? The um, that those little discs of prawn that you then mm. they get superheated and then they puff up yeah, and take a, yeah, so I love those. <laughs> um, so so yeah. Skips do taste like them, but they're corn-based, and they've probably have never seen a prawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. They're, they're, they just kind of pass the prawn over it, you know. I, I imagine it's something that somebody once had tasted a bit like a prawn, <laughs> but, they, but they had. But, it, but they are delicious, but they don't taste like prawns. I like how they melt on your top. Mm, they do, yeah. Yeah, yeah they yes. have that It's, it's the appetizer. Meltiness. Yeah, their their um their USP was like we are the crisp that melts. So if you just put it on your tongue, it sort of tingles for a minute and then just disintegrates into mush. <laughs> and they call that melting. 
but that's um but prawn cocktail flavor is a thing in britain isn't it that we we mm. have you know all, all the crisp manufacturers even though they're all now walkers but they didn't used to be there used to be lots of different people who made crisps and they always had a prawn cocktail variant that only some people liked and skip seems to have just cornered that market i know i know you can get walkers prawn cocktail and things like that but you know really if you want a prawn cocktail crisp you either got to find a magic shop that sells the quavers ones or you just got to get a big bag of skips yeah i do like a prawn cocktail it's a weird flavor isn't it like it doesn't make me think of prawns at all because no. it's kind of a bit sweet <laughs> well it's it's what it tastes of is murray rose sauce right oh, which yeah. is tomato and mayonnaise sort of mixed together and that's that's actually what the flavor is it's not fishy at all <laughs> it's more from that 70s prawn cocktail thing i'm sure we'd have black black gatto flavored chris if we could <laughs> black you, are we trying to get sponsored by skips is this yeah, like, it could be worse could it <laughs> so when you're um you're, you're munching your skips you're eating your crispy fudgies and your sour jelly beans and your hot dog what are you drinking to wash this down with why don't we go to kaylin what what do you like to drink oh no you've said you like your liter bottle of um yeah dr pepper yeah. That seems a lot. Do you get through the whole thing? Uh, not usually, but then I just have more to bring home with me. <laughs> I don't get the point of getting like a little 500 mil bottle because they're usually more expensive than the big ones in places that sell both. Yes. Yes, you definitely pay a premium for it to be smaller. Would you ever mm-hmm. drink a hot drink in the cinema? I don't like hot drinks. <laughs> okay. Easy peasy. <laughs> then no. <laughs> Huh. What about you, B? What do you like to drink in the cinema? So I'm quite sophisticated. So basically, one of my favourite cinemas is a picture house um, cinema called Harbour Lights uh, here in Southampton, which is on the water. And that is like more art house. So they do they have a lovely little bar there. They do um, have a sort of restaurant cafe where I like to go before the film starts to have a pie or um, a jack of potato or some sort of food before the movie starts then I get myself a red wine if I want or maybe a gin and tonic and I I sit there watching the movie with my um, with my pick a mix Um, you know (laughs) so it's like really sophisticated drink you with have mix. Yeah, you've gone from like I sit there with my gin and tonic, slowly <laughs> sipping it, whilst whilst lacing my my popcorn with gummy bears. You, you, you really are a woman of the people. <laughs> I am, aren't I? Um, but um, if I don't fancy having an alcoholic drink, because obviously I can't drink alcohol all the time. Um, you know, I do like a hot drink, so I like a hot chocolate if it's in the winter or if it's uh, or a flat white. And then if I'm not, I mean, I don't really like to have a, the fizzy drink necessarily because I find that I the 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 cups are too big. Mm-hmm. You know, even the small is quite big. And then I'm going to need to go to the loo and I don't want to do that. I'm committed to watching a movie. I want to stay there for the entire runtime and not miss anything. Sometimes, so I will get a bottle of water if I'm not feeling like a hot drink or something. But I I don't really tend to necessarily drink whilst watching a movie. 
unless it's a really like uh, it's going to be a long movie so yeah. um, but a hot drink is nice because you can kind of sip it and it lasts yeah. a bit longer and it's a bit more of a, a, a treat than just drugging some drugging some water down although <laughs> i don't like the fact that in, they give me my gin and tonic they give me loads of ice and it you know trying to watch a movie and it's like <laughs> tinkling around in the yeah. in the yeah, no, that's no. Yeah, Joan, what do you like to drink when you go to the cinema? Well, honestly, I'm not much into a uh, soda. You know, growing up, we always had, but there's some weird drinks out here. I don't know if you have them in the UK. Do you have those uh, slurpy icy uh, foam? Yes. Oh my goodness, my children always had. They they used to totally freak me out. Though just the looks of them, like, are you gonna drink that? But they loved it. <laughs> they they loved the cherry flavored ices and that was like the drink to have but i would have coffee out here in, in washington coffee's everywhere you can get coffee in any incarnation you want any place anytime so definitely i would go for a coffee i, I love the way that you pronounce coffee i love mm-hmm. it too that was, uh, that's brilliant. <laughs> you know those slushy drinks joan just mentioned i have a story about <clears throat> when i was uh when it was my birthday one year back when i was a teenager and i decided to go watch I Am Legend and it was like a very hot day and I was wearing like this really nice new blue summer dress that I had and I proceeded to go up the stairs to go uh, sit down I tripped up the stairs and the slushy drink went all down my dress this bright pink thing um, went all down my leg and I had to sit watching I Am Legend um (laughs) And so I, yeah, it was I am legend, or I no, I am legend. I think it was, and I had to sit there. Um, it was some Will Smith movie. I can't recall. I mean, I was I was like obsessed with Will Smith when I was younger, so uh, I had to sit there the entire movie with freezing cold ice just melting all over me. Oh god! Uh, it left, and then I had to go out for a meal with my family after. Oh. So that was. That was a bad experience. Oh. But those things are lethal. They give you such brain freeze. It's, it's incredible. Well, the, 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 the peril of any of those big cups, right? I mean, they're so big and they're so full of ice and they're, they're so flimsy just from the sheer weight. And the covers mm-hmm. aren't, aren't really on very well. You, you run the risk. I mean, I think it's a rite of passage, at least once in your life. You have to have one of those things to collapse on you while you're watching the film <laughs> and, and have ice all over you because they just oversold them. Definitely. Stephen, have you ever um, spilled a an icy slushy over your summer dress? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what of it? <laughs> no. What, what um, do you normally like to drink? Well, it, it, um, I was being a bit mean to be there, and I do apologise, because I think historically, a big Coke. Yeah, just a big, fizzy drink. Mm-hmm. But these days, I would not see the entire film if I drank that, because I would drink it all and my little bladder would go, sorry, Stephen, you need to go elsewhere. And I'm tired of missing the middle 10 minutes of films. And since they've started installing Costa Coffees and Starbucks inside cinemas, I think I'd rather have just like a nice vanilla latte or something like that. Um, oh, yeah, vanilla but latte. It, but, but it's been, but I just, so often in the last few times I've been to the cinema, you know, which has been a while, but I, I've I've had to 
the, the, the cups are just so big there's no can is there i mean I, I get it i would probably if i was to you know be, be an outlaw like Kaylin. i would probably <laughs> smuggling cans because a 330 mil can i'm all right with that but i never drink anything in 500 mil plus pots any other time so why would i start doing it when i'm going to sit down for three hours um yeah um so yeah i, I don't even answer that question yeah i think i think i do like a nice coke but i think i will be moving on to coffee because like you say you can sip it and I might be able to see all of the film. Yeah. A pet peeve Adult. of mine is people bringing cans in, so I'm going to warn you now. Oh, Just, yeah, yeah. They open it halfway through, and it gives that big, like, and it's like... I know. Oh, it, that's annoying. So if you're going to bring it in, at least open it at the beginning, and then just have it set. Because the yeah, other but... thing I might have would be a fizzy water. And that would do mm. the same thing, wouldn't it? Like in a bottle, but it would still go. That's why you go still. That's why you go for oh, still I don't, water. Still water is boring. I'm not paying for still water. At least I'll, I'll pay for someone to carbonate it. I'm not going to pay for them to give me a tap water. What is your problem against still water? Gosh. No, I, I know my problem is being overcharged for still water. Right. Okay. Well, if you, could, if you shake it up enough, it will maybe fizz up. Yeah, because yeah, that's how science works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just keep fizzing it up all, all through your movie. That, that's yeah. not going to get annoying at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm going to sit tomorrow with cats, am I? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm one of these people who really doesn't like fizzy drinks. So that takes out a lot of the options of what I can buy at the cinema. So sometimes I'll buy like a little kiddie's Capri Sun or something like that, like the children's from the children's menu. But I, I tend... Also, I, I have a small bladder as well. So I think I would either just bring in some water in my own bottle or have a coffee and just sip it slowly. You know, vanilla latte. I, the one up from a vanilla latte is a soy vanilla latte. And those are really good. So if I go for a nice treat, I'll get a soy vanilla latte. Um, so hot, hot versus cold is my next, next question. So we've talked about some of the hot things that people can buy in cinemas from battered sausages to um, chicken wings and, and burgers and entire meals, which I think would be probably quite distracting when you're trying to eat. If you're trying to eat a dinner and also concentrate on what's going on the screen, I think that would be a bit much. I mean, but, I, I can't eat dinner on like the best of times because I'm so clumsy and I always spill something on me. So being distracted by a movie is just going to be a disaster. Yeah, it sounds like you should go nowhere near one. <laughs> <laughs> but but ice cream counters is is a thing, and like um, I think it's Baskin Robbins that we can get in hours, loads of different flavors. Do you ever get like a big um, what like a what are they call them banana split or a or a big pile of ice cream, a triple chocolate fudge sundae? Do you ever go for the cold? No, Just, no, 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 no. It's already so cold in the cinema. I don't want to be even more cold. Ice cream. Well, is- you know, and in in I don't know if we have in the UK, in the UK, but where I am, sometimes you can get what's called dots, which are these little pellets of ice cream that you can eat with a spoon and it doesn't go melting all over. Or you can even get like little chocolate-covered bites of vanilla ice cream. And they're like these little bonbon-sized vanilla ice cream chocolate, uh, so they don't go all over that way. You know, you're not getting that brain freeze right away. Mm. You know? So that would work. 
Kayan, would you ever go put ice cream in the cinema? Ice cream is the one thing I will buy from the cinema. (laughs) You're not not sneaking in a tub, a massive (laughs) two-liter tub of, like, mint chocolate chip. Although... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Stroking my chin in contemplation. (laughs) No, I do love the the Baskin-Robbins. I imagine Kane's going to have one of those poachers jackets, you know, where they used to be, you know, hide a, a fish and some ice cream and there's, and there's, and there's a big bar of chocolate. And... No, I just have a backpack. Oh, oh you've ruined the image. <laughs> that would be amazing though. No, I do love the Baskin-Robbins, just a single scoop is fairly cheap for a cinema snack and also really tasty. Mm. Oh, what flavour would you get? Uh, I usually get like whatever weird flavor of the month they have, like a weird like cappuccino caramel or cheesecake flavor Ooh. or just something. I love birthday cake flavor ice cream. That's one of my favorites. Ooh. I didn't know they did a flavor of the month. I'll have to spend more time at that counter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think they've opened the Baskin Robbins counter back up at my cinema. It's like still sort of shut. Oh, we'll have to wait for that then. They have opened the the pick and mix, but it's like. In, in sealed tubs, but there's a sort of a flap that you can just poke tongs through, so you can kind of poke, so, you, so nobody can actually touch or sneeze on the, the actual sweeties. Oh, but, that was the fun of it. <laughs> Sneezing on the sweets. Yeah, never never get the sweets that are low down, because those are the ones that all the kids have oh, like... Oh, God, I know. <laughs> oh. No, always get the high up ones if you can. Stephen, do you like a, a ice, cinema ice cream? I do like an ice cream and I like, I, I struggle a bit. I'm, 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 I'm joking earlier about how hot it is with, with Joan, but I really don't like it. So, and I love going to the cinema because it's got the air conditioning full on and it's fucking freezing. I'd love to live <laughs> my life in air conditioning like that. And, oh, no. and, and, and to have a, to have a nice ice cream with it. it used to be a chock ice back in the day when, when I was younger you know when i was a when i was a wee boy um we used to get chock ices but Do you want to explain for our us friends what a chock ice is oh i'm sure you have chock ices so it's like a, a small block of ice cream dipped in dipped in milk chocolate or sometimes into plain chocolate so it's like frozen around the outside so it's like a, it's like a chocolate covered ice cream without a stick basically and then you eat it out of the wrapper oh but it's so messy yes we have those mm-hmm. yeah we have those, yeah. those little chocolate bonbons yeah they're, they're yeah. hard to find now but when i was, when I was a kid we used to have them all the time yeah they they don't now now the ice cream has been taken over by the you know, but I think you're. I think you're right, Kaz. It's like Baskin Robbins everywhere, isn't it? And mm-hmm. and and that, uh, yeah. But I do. I like. I don't like anything too funky though. I just like maybe a scoop or two of vanilla, or or, oh. or, or plain strawberry. I don't like things like rum and raisin or stupid flavors like coffee. I can't stand coffee <laughs> outside. <laughs> I only like coffee in coffee. I don't like it in cakes or ice cream. Whoa. Opposite, opposite. No. no. <laughs> yeah, but I, and yeah, I, I do know I'm fussy. I like to, there's lots of things I don't like. Not in the right. I don't like fruit in the wrong place either. Outside of being a fruit. <laughs> you know, like when people have a, a raspberry coolie with their with their steak, and you think, no, you don't put raspberries with steak, and possibly it works. But it's wrong. And that's how I feel about coffee. Well, that's a good point, actually. I can see your point there. I don't think raspberry cream really belongs on steak. No. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's a nice ice cream, though. Yeah, ice cream on steak. Or did, um, <laughs> if they did sorbet, like a raspberry sorbet, I would 
I'd be so down with that. I'd oh, make myself hungry now. Oh, am, <laughs> I, am I the only one that thinks cinemas are too cold? Is this? Is this no, I don't. I don't think you are. I think I'm the only person who likes it. <laughs> I just I like where I go to my little picture house one because they have little blankets that I can wrap myself up in. And um, I like have to, other places. I generally have to take a coat. You know, and like a, a big Russian hat and a scarf <laughs> and gloves. Have you ever tried eating popcorn with gloves on? It's, it's not. It's not. <laughs> so in um, it, this is a completely different podcast. But the Picture House is like a sort of mini chain, isn't it? And there's one in East London in Hackney, and one of their screens they've got bean bags to sit in instead. Oh my word, no! <laughs> oh, that's so loud. Yeah. Every, every time somebody moves, all you hear is their rustling. Yeah, what if the bean bags were actually filled up with popcorn? Yeah, I would never, I'd never get up again. That would be the problem for me. But yeah. I have seen it there, and it's for. I don't, I don't think it's every showing, but yeah. Picture House is pretty cool, but it's it's just a classier way of seeing the film, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, with my gin and tonic and my blankie, I'm like <laughs> an old old lady. And yeah, melting. I, I was just thinking earlier when you said, you know, I was, you said you have a hot chocolate. Would you dip gummy bears into the hot chocolate and just melt them a bit? No, I'm not a savage. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I, I want to give a, a shout out then to um, the Film House in Edinburgh because they have the best soups. Oh they've yeah. Got like a, they've got this cafe outside, like you were talking, like you were saying, B, and and it has anything from sort of um uh chili and um falafels and like you know, proper meals but i think what they do and i hope this isn't sacrilege to say is get like you know whatever's left over from the day before turn it into a soup so you'll get like a chili soup or a um potato and cheese soup and oh my goodness they are so good whoever cooks these things is an absolute genius because that's my favorite thing and um I don't think you can take them into the cinema because you can't really sip it very easily from a cup. <laughs> They're quite thick, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a savoury person, but I, I, would, I love I love a soup. But but on the sweet side, yeah, if I was having the cold, I'm having the ice cream. I do like a flavour to it, Stephen. Come on, they're like if you're going to have ice cream, at least have a flavour. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to bother. But I like a like I do like a coffee or a caramel kind of um, something with. Um, kind of fudge pieces something like that in it vanilla is the best flavor in the world i have it on everything uh, absolute grown-ups <laughs> yes. release your inner child <laughs> well if i were to smuggle anything into a movie theater it would be a soup there okay that sounds really good i'd like to have a soup at my theater that'd be fun yeah a, a good soup you know not a not a really thin really broth but you need something properly thick yeah a nice potato cheese would be really good that'd be yeah. that was my oh, favorite yeah. honestly i think i tweeted i was doing while they were doing this i was um tweeting them every week because i was going to a, a an evening class there so i'd stop in and have my soup before going up and i would like give it a star rating and tweet to them and just say love your soup today this was a good one and give it a little <laughs> soup review <laughs> love it so the thing with, with cinema food is that they they tend to not make any money on the ticket sales. So the food is where they get their, their prices from. 
And as much as we complain that they are incredibly expensive, it does at least mean that you can have you can tailor your experience to what you can afford or what you want to do. So yeah, a, a couple going out on date night and they they buy the big popcorn and they get loads of drink and they buy all the food and it sort of makes it a bit more of a special event. Uh, but somebody perhaps more like some of us who just want to treat it as I need to see that film. Um, I need to do a review. I just want to see as many films as possible might perhaps um, sneak in their own um, jelly beans or um, but at least it makes it more economical and I think as much as we complain about the prices it, it does add that differentiation so that you're paying for the experience that you want so when it comes to spend I think we've established Kaylin that your spend is um, as low as possible unless you're yeah. going a river treat. Well, how much would you normally spend if you were going to buy oh, something um Probably just like two pounds. Two pounds. That's quite low. Yeah. Like pound for the drink, pound for the sweet. Yeah. Okay. And this is this is on you buying the things to take in, is it? Mhm. Yeah. Okay. So to, B, higher or lower than two pounds? What's your typical? Oh, higher. Yeah. Um, I'd probably say the, a glass of. So my gin and tonic, if I'm going to picture house, is six pounds. Uh, and then I would probably buy myself a small um, popcorn to go with that. Um, and I would have eaten beforehand. So let's think, I probably spend about 12 pounds, 12 to 15 pounds, depending on where I'm going and what I'm having. So um if it's a coffee or a, a hot chocolate tends to be a little bit less so then I spend a bit bit more on nachos or a hot dog mm-hmm. um but obviously the pick a mix is my weakness I'm trying very hard not to not to get the pick a mix at the moment because of my my dentist wasn't very happy with me <laughs> <laughs> Mm, okay so that seems that's like and is that a typical spend because that seems a a bit higher um it really depends because basically I try to watch I try to go and have something to eat beforehand so I don't but I have there is like a occasional time where it depends on what the movie is if it's a movie that is going to be long and it's going to be like possibly a bit heavy to watch then I'm going to buy myself a bit more food to comfort myself you know so but if it's you know a movie that is going to be 90 minutes I'll I'll just tend to buy a bottle of water and maybe a little bit of popcorn so I have to think I have to tailor the snacks to the movie I'm watching that is a very interesting point. Let's let's circle back around to that. Let's let's keep doing the rounds on the spend and then circle back around to that that whole question of genre. Joan, we're going to have to do a little bit of foreign exchange in our heads, but what is your typical spend when you go? Well, now it's not so much because it's just my husband and I, and I he tends to get the snacks, and I tend to discourage him from eating those annoying nachos. So we tend to go cheaper now. But I have four kids, and it got to be very spendy when we were all going to the movies together. So now, uh, I don't know what the UK equivalent would be, but maybe we spend between 10 and $15 on the snacks. But remember, it's about 10 to $15 per ticket. So 
you know, it's still kind of spending, really, for two tickets and just snacks for him. So, yeah, I would, um, I would say, I don't know what the equivalent for UK, but say between $10 and $15, just for one person's snack. Yeah. And make the coffee for me. Yeah. That's, that's fairly substantial. Uh, and Stephen, are you a, um, are you frugal or are you a big spender? Um, I was just thinking, sort of, it depends why I've gone there, um, and depends what else I've done that day. But if I say it's like a, I don't know, it's like a, a special film I've wanted to go and see, and it's kind of a treat, I'd probably spend more than B. I'm probably <laughs> talking over twenty pounds because I would get the hot dog, I would get a big soda, I would probably get an ice cream. In fact, I wonder if twenty pounds is covering it. And what I'm then remembering is that when I used to take my two kids to the cinema, so my ex used to tell me off because I've got so many DVDs and Blu-rays. And, oh, that money you spent. Da, da, da. And I'd say each one of those DVDs is a quarter of how much it costs to take three or four of us to the cinema. <laughs> because not just for the tickets, but for the price of everything else. But if I'm doing, you know, if I'm if I'm doing it because I'm going to a film festival or I'm just doing it for a review or I'm just doing it to keep out of the rain, I'd probably spend a lot less. I'd probably just get a fizzy water or something like that but yeah i think i would make it would be a night out for me and i would spend accordingly yeah. the value for money question a little bit different but um <laughs> as you say this is how this is how cinemas stay alive yeah, yeah. i like to um if i'm going straight after work if i'm getting one of the six o'clock we used we used to before the pandemic have a little film club with some friends and we would all go we would see whatever started at about six because one one of the group was on night shifts so it meant that he could go to work afterwards and we could go home so if i'm doing something like that i would get uh probably a hot dog and have that be my dinner um and that would be maybe five pounds probably a little bit more something like that um, and then maybe some some jelly beans on the side. But I'm very, very particular with the pick and mix. I would literally pick like six individual sweets. And like that's <laughs> that's all I'm having. That's all I'm going to eat. Otherwise, I've just get loads. Um, but but if I'm just, you know, rushing in and trying to see something because I want to just get out of the house or I, I would normally go on a, a Saturday morning. It's nice and quiet then. Maybe even just nothing because I'm not I'm not really going to eat stuff. Because um, it's sort of a weird time, 11 o'clock on a Saturday morning, to start eating a lot of food. So, yeah, so, somewhere between zero and six or seven pounds, I think. But but B made a very interesting point a moment ago about um, do you tailor what you are eating for your snacks, depending on the length of the genre of the film? Yeah. Kevin, what do you think about that? Um, I don't think I do that normally. Most of the time I get just what I'm, what I feel like eating at that time, like what, what flavor of drink I choose, whether I get sweet or chocolate. But sometimes like if I'm like very excited about a particular film, like this week I'm going to see Fast 9 and I'm definitely going to splurge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll get like, I'll just get more. I won't, like I won't get specific snacks, but I'll just get more than I would normally. Right. <laughs> So for you, it's about the amount. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joan, would you tailor what you're eating? Well, I do, actually. That's a really, if B wrote brought this real up, like, it was a very good point. I do tailor it. So if I'm watching a thrilling movie, an action movie, an adventure movie, I'm probably going to be dipping into my husband's popcorn and eating frantically in certain parts of, you know, the adventure. 
But if I'm watching a very serious drama or something very deep and profound and metaphysical, then I'm not, I'm probably just going to be sipping my coffee and not eating hardly anything at all because I want to capture everything. I don't want to miss, you know, any bit of dialogue or anything at all. So it, it does definitely get tailored as to, you know, length and, and what the subject matter is. Also, if you're watching like a Lord of the Rings marathon, well, just line up the snacks because you're going to be there for a while, right? So you might as well get your, get your hot dog and your whatever else you can, you can nab at the counter before you go in because, you know, you're going to be there for a while. Mm. How about you, Stephen? Yeah, I, I, think, I don't think it's genre-based, but it will be what what I'm seeing if that makes sense like I said like I said before there might be different reasons for me going there which might impact different times of day like you said that's a classic example yeah you know going at 11 if I went to 11 in the morning I'm probably not going to be buying ice cream and hot dogs and things because it's not the right time but I was thinking of then Joan reminded me of midnight showings or or those you know I once went to see Betty Blue and Blue Velvet as a double header and it started at midnight right the only thing together is that they had both a blue in the title I should have had I should have had a blue slushy, shouldn't I, to go with it? But go. I would probably then just to keep the energy up to stay awake, I probably would play <laughs> a lot more pick and mix or something like that. So I'd probably tailor it to what my my digestive and my staying awake system would, would, would require of me. And that makes perfect sense. Yes, <laughs> I think I would have if I was seeing something very serious and contemplative. I would probably go for something a bit more grown up and have a, a big coffee. But if I'm seeing something fun and silly, I might just load up on the sweeties a bit more. That's why you have the red wine in the gin, Antonio, when you're watching (laughs) serious films. That's why, you know, when I'm watching a serious, hard-hitting documentary, you can't really sit there and, you know, with your your slurpy drink, you know. (laughs) Just watching a documentary about some... Terrible industry. When I'm when I'm very very lucky, I get to review films like Asian films, and they, sometimes the um uh the, the 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 DVD producer will will get you into like a, a screening cinema in Soho, which has only got like twenty seats in, and they put on sandwiches for you and wine, Whoa. and and that that's a bit special. But I don't have to pay for that, but it happens very very rarely because it, they're all mean. <laughs> <laughs> They're just mean. They're just oh. mean, but I do remember. I remember I saw Tokyo Tribe, and I had best plate of sandwiches ever. <laughs> Delicious. I, I I do eat sandwiches in this. Having said that, um, because I like to go sort of mid to late morning on a Saturday. It's normally quite quiet, and then by the time I've seen the the film, I've still got the rest of the afternoon to go off and do whatever else I need to do the the laundry and the washing up and the hoovering for the day. Um. But depending on the start time, I might sneak in a sandwich and like a, a meal deal or something because it's lunchtime, but I don't really want like a big hot dog. I just want a, a cheese sandwich, something like that. A little picnic. To be fair, that's, I've done that before, but that's when I've been at the London Film Festival. And I'm like, you know what, I, I need, I'm not going to have time to go and actually have a proper yeah. um, lunch because I'm going to be running around you know trying to get from one screening to another so you know i do you know i i i do bring in a blt sandwich (laughs) nothing too nothing too crunchy yes well film festivals are very particular if any of our listeners haven't been to a, a film festival before um in person 
they're normally you're normally running literally from one screening to the next screening to try and pack everything in because everything looks amazing and you're like a kid in a candy shop and you just want to see everything but it means that you're literally running from either from one screen to another or you're running across the city and you have literally no time to get to get some sustenance and also they're at kind of weird times they all there'll be over lunch time and you haven't eaten and it's three o'clock in the afternoon you have to grab something so I think in those situations yeah just getting whatever you can is, is perfectly acceptable um so we've we, uh, another question that's that's sprung to mind if if we've got a little bit more time the bonus question is um I used to have a rule which was if I bought some food I was not allowed to start eating until the film started because otherwise I would finish it during the trailers and then where's the fun in that? So do you do you just chow down when the trailers are on or do you try and tailor it a little bit so that you've got some left for by the time the film starts? Kaylin, let's start with you. Do you do you have any kind of weird cinema rules like that? I am a, a bit guilty of eating my food before the film starts sometimes. Yeah. And I I do I should probably restrain myself a bit more. Yeah. I do tend to like when I'm buying the snacks I'm bringing I do think about like the volume of them. Mm -hmm. Like uh, how how crinkly is that bag? How much will <laughs> <laughs> Like how how much will it fizz when I open the, the cap? Yes, how noisy is this gonna be? Yes, because mm. if you if you open it at the beginning, like I was saying, if you open your can yeah, I do that. drink at the beginning, then that's a bit better than getting halfway through and going, oh, I'll just open that second can of Coke now. Yeah, but with like the the foil bags that chocolate's coming, it's the difficulty of like when you're reaching in to get the ones that are at the bottom. Yeah, it's like preparation. I reckon they should give out sort of um, paper plates or something that you could tip tip your food mm. onto the plate. And then you're yeah. not rustling. It's the rustling that's really annoying, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. B, do you have any? Do you, would you wait until the film starts, or are you a uh, uh, person? I I kind of wait to see how long the trailers are going to be because sometimes you go to a cinema and there's so many trailers, I get a bit like a bit peckish. So <laughs> I, I'm like, I've already started slurping on my drink. Um, and then my throat's like, you know what, I need something else. I need to have you know, a little bit of pick a mix to keep me going through the, the trailers. Um, but my ex-boyfriend, he would always eat everything first. And then I would try and save as much as I can. And then he'll try and eat some of my stuff. Like, <laughs> like he would finish his popcorn by the end of the credits, uh, by the end of, sorry, the trailers. And then he'll try and sneak over and have some of mine. And I, I was always like, you know, trying hard not to have an argument with him in the cinema. And then I always found like he was such a fidgety person as well. Like watching a film with him was so frustrating. He'd start doing that thing where he's getting a bit bored. So he'd start like foot tapping. <gasps> no. Uh, yeah, this is why I prefer to go to the cinema on my own. Because I don't mm -hmm. have to have people trying to steal my food from me. <laughs> and sticking their leg around and just yeah, oh sort of it's in the corner of your eye and it's not really if you could just stop concentrating on it you might be able to see it but because it's in your peripheral vision it's just yeah. that irritating little yes Joan jo Joan do you chow down as soon as you sit down or are you quite measured yeah, 
it depends because you know if you're if there's a long line for your, for your snack, you're not going to really you're going to miss the trailers anyway, right? So you may be coming in just in as the film started. So it really depends on how popular the film is because you probably want to get in and get a good seat, you know, and maybe you don't have that much time, so you're going to hold on to your snack until the film begins. Or, you know, if it's rather, well, maybe you went late in the evening, maybe it was the last showing, the theater's a little more empty, a little more relaxed. If, it, if I do have a wait, I tend to wait till the film begins. And, you know, and, and skip the trails and not start eating until the film begins. It depends on what the situation is with the film, how popular it is, how long I have to wait for my staff. Yeah, yeah. And Stephen, with your, um, your fizzy water. <sighs> God, well, yeah, but I've always said I've spent over £20 on food, haven't I? So yeah. I'm not B's ex-boyfriend, but I am a bit like him. <laughs> I'm a terrible fidget. Oh, I get no. all that food down me, has all got to be eaten before the film starts, and all that I'll have left is the drink. Because I, I, I can't, yeah, so, so, and I probably would get there before the trailers and watch all the local adverts as well. So mm-hmm. that's, that's when I'll wolf down all the food apart from maybe the popcorn the popcorn might last because the most what we've forgotten the other fun thing about the popcorn is finding the little unpopped corns that break your feet but yeah no food, food, food is gone before the film starts and then the drink has to be sipped just maybe i can get to the second act before having to go to the toilet <laughs> Second, goodness <laughs> get it all done as fast as possible eh? the the annoying thing though is the hot dog because that ha- needs to be eaten when it's at least tepid so i, I can't really it's, wait on that but it's also got to be in that great speed that's why you have hot dog <laughs> eating competitions if you can't down a 10 inch hot dog in in less than 20 seconds i don't want to know you <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, so I'm a notoriously slow eater. Oh man! So I'm always the last person to finish by at least ten minutes at, at the table. So yeah, I'm like I take very small bites. So it sounds like Stephen, you and I should never go to the cinema together. <laughs> I, I think it's good that we're on opposite ends of the country. If you if you're slow on that hot dog, I'm having two before you've even noticed. You go, what was that? Oh my hot oh. dog's gone. <laughs> yeah, it'll take me 10-15 minutes to get through it. Through it, so. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm a horrible person though, so that, that's that's why I should go to cinema on my own at all times. <laughs> Brilliant. Well. Uh, that's the end of my list of, of prepared questions to, to chat through. Is there anything else that anybody would like to add about the whole world of cinema snacks? Well, I would like to add one thing. I mean, I know we've talked about how they're overpriced, and it's true, and that's how theaters stayed open. In this age of COVID, um, I don't know about your theaters, but my local theater helped keep itself in business by selling people popcorn to take home with them for their movie experience to, uh, while they were at home. So you could literally do curb pickup of bags of popcorn at my local theater to take home and, you know, during the shutdown, which, you know what? I thought that was a great idea, and I would happily, happily give them my money to help them stay alive and afloat because I thought that was just, you know, a great way mm. of keeping their people employed and keeping their doors open, which, happy to say, they're still around, and they're uh-huh. open again. So, I, you know, that was the one time I think that, you know, guys 
charge what you want. I thought that was a brilliant idea. And I totally thought that was worth the bucks to go for and, and pick up some popcorn and support my local theater. So, yes, they are overpriced. But, you know, maybe it came in handy just this one time. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea, yeah. Because it's the kind of popcorn that you can't really get at home. Like if you make it yourself, it's not the same. And if you buy it in right. a pre-packaged bag, it's just not the same. So get that cinema experience in your own house. Yeah, that's a great I mean, idea. I mean, if if they did that for hot dogs, I think Stephen would have oh my them all. Mate, yeah. you've no idea. You've just, you just, <laughs> you just triggered the dream of all dreams. <laughs> I, I mean, I, tell, I can make my own hot dogs, but I don't. I just, I just don't buy franks that big. No, no, no. I normally, you know, I mean, the other thing I like to have on it is sauerkraut. And now I'm, I've got, now I'm thinking I could sneak in I've got a big <laughs> jar of sauerkraut with me next time because. Oh my god! Feel... Why have we started? Yes. Oh this like dark a, side. This feels like a YouTube channel starting. What's the most disgusting food I can eat in a cinema? Oh <laughs> oh, that's actually something I want to ask. Is does anyone else have like a particularly bad cinema snack experience of something they've eaten? Oh, we don't want to get into that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I've I've never been made sick by a, by a cinema food. Um, I snuck in a few things when I was a student. Well, they used to have actually, there used to be a, a pizza hut next to the cinema and they did these like just walk in and it was like a pound a slice or something like that. You could just buy an individual slice. So I could, uh, you could just take in one slice, which was really handy because they don't, they don't do that here. But no disasters. No, I haven't dropped a, an entire slushy down, <laughs> down my front or anything like that. You know, the, the biggest disaster is maybe like dropping the last sour jelly bean on the floor and being <gasps> like, no, <laughs> I wanted that. I, th- I think only for me, it's only because I've, I've been with somebody else and they've maybe bought something in and they said, oh, do you want one of these? And it's, and it's dark and you don't know what it is that you're putting your hand oh, in. No. And, oh, no. And, and I've been with somebody eating licorice, which licorice is the food oh. of the devil and it's the most disgusting oh, thing in no. the world. Licorice and, is oh my god red if, licorice it, no 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 like dark you know like black licorice sweets oh. with, you know like oh, a no. like a bassets all sorts kind of thing and you put it in your mouth and you get oh it's chi- oh my god it's like hell on my tongue and yeah i didn't go with them again oh. well i didn't have the personal experience but i was with someone and we were seeing a film that we really were looking forward to and they were eating something and they abruptly got up in the middle of the film and kind of ran for the exit for the door and I thought, my God, I really must hate this film. You know, what did what happened there? You know? okay. It turns out what they were eating did not agree with them. And they, we actually went back to see the film because they actually loved the film. <laughs> but what they were eating just turned them right off so badly. <laughs> so that didn't happen to me personally. But yeah, that's the closest I've come to having a very bad food experience at the movie theater. Wow. <laughs> so I think... Yes, that sounds perfectly disgusting. <laughs> yes. So I think what we need to arrange then is for Kaylin and Stephen to have a cinema meetup, and <laughs> Stephen to have a list of he, he wants the sauerkraut, all all the condiments he wants snuck in. Kaylin is happy to oblige uh, with her. Uh, I read the documentary about what Kaylin smuggles in. This is <laughs> fascinating. Yeah. What is the weirdest thing that we can get Kaylin to <laughs> bring exactly. in? Yeah, something involving cutlery, maybe. 
I'm just, I mean, can you get me a bottle of red wine, do you think? And like a... well, no, I mean... you, you, want, you want a box, don't you? You know, one of those boxes with a little tap on it and just go... Oh, God, that's not yes. sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you keep saying sophisticated. You keep showing something else. <laughs> yeah. I, I asked about the but the bad experiences because I've got a couple of my own I wanted to mention. Yeah, go so, for it. This, the, the Coke bottle spraying over you have had that. Oh, God. I spilled an entire bag of M&Ms on the floor and had to pick them up on my knees as the trailers are going. But the worst one I've had, I still remember it to this day. I remember what film it was, and I remember it's the only thing I remember about the film. That's <laughs> how... So, like ice cream i decided to treat myself i got a scoop of birthday cake ice cream and a scoop of lime cherry sorbet together Ooh. and then for some reason i decided to top it all with chocolate sauce oh no <laughs> the only thing i remember about that film was like it was rules don't apply it was this really bad warren Beatty directed film about like old hollywood <laughs> the only thing i remember about it is the taste of cherry sorbet and chocolate sauce in my mouth at the same time Oh. Oh. Uh, very grim. Is that not like a Black Forest Gatto though? Going back to our Gatto comment. I don't know. I've never had seven, them. Seven, the seven, the seven, sorbet seven. and the warm sauce. Yeah, because like it's warm chocolate sauce and a cold sorbet. Oh. You, you have you have recreated the seventies food, like, like um, someone else did earlier with the Black Forest Gatto. Look, all we need now is someone to create a spaghetti bolognese version and. <laughs> We'll have that. That's why I should sneak into the cinema. That we love Parmesan that used to get in the seventies, which again, a full spaghetti bolognese, a, a shaker of Parmesan. Yeah, my um, my youngest daughter, uh, when she wasn't that young, she was in her teens. She loves her popcorn, and she always gets the biggest one possible. And we sat down, and it was a full cinema. I can't remember what it was what we were seeing, but within five minutes of the film starting, she got. There was a shock moment, and she jumped so high oh, that no. she the entire giant thing of popcorn over <gasps> everybody within I don't know about ten meters. <laughs> <laughs> and we remind her about it every time we talk about going to the cinema. <laughs> yes. Oh God! <laughs> I well, wonder. At least they got some free popcorn, didn't they? The, the oh. other people, they must now, have loved that. Some people, a put a popcorn shower would be an amazing experience, wouldn't it? But I think um. I think you wouldn't need to expect it, not in the middle of the film. I wonder how much popcorn is left on the floors of cinemas after oh. showings. Uh, what oh. percentage? How many tons? I suspect the Saturday morning kids films are probably the biggest um, culprits for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you just like kind of, you know, when you just, um, if the stickiness of going mm. in certain screenings, you know? Like and the, the, your feet are literally stuck to the floor, and you're sort of trying to get to your seat. You know, oh god, that that's always grim, isn't it? You can sort of yeah. hear it. Ugh. Yeah, that's a New York City film experience. If the floor's not sticky, you're not in New York. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh goodness, I won't be visiting New York anytime soon then, because that's like a pet peeve of mine. That's how I know I'm not in New York. It's actually a clean theater. <laughs> yes. Well, um, perhaps we should wrap this up then. 
and say thank you to B, Kaylin, Joan and Stephen and thank you to myself I suppose um, <laughs> for for joining for joining us all today and I think that was a, that was a great roundup of the different kind of experiences we have with cinema snacks if not around the world at least across the UK and the US so yeah I think we should all take a, a selfie when we next go to the cinema with our snacks yeah brilliant good idea let's let's commit to that i mean if you can stop yourself from eating that hot dog long enough (laughs) to take a picture yeah i I can get the shutter speed quite quick (laughs) (laughs) i could film me eating it and and and, you know get get, get a step on competitive eating ladder but no (laughs) fantastic so i i guess until next time we we will all bid you farewell. So it's goodbye from B. Bye. It's goodbye from Kaylin. Bye. It's goodbye from Joan. Bye. And it's goodbye from Stephen. Sayonara. <laughs>